0: Welcome back to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin. We are back with session 12 of this 12-part series of talks that I call Theology of Work 101. This 12-episode series is a concise teaching that will help introduce you to the theology of work and help you recover the dignity and mission of vocation. This series is derived from my book titled Managing Your Metron, A Practical Theology of Work, Mission, and Meaning. I believe that this series of talks will be crucial in helping you become a successful Metron Manager. I hope you're being inspired and challenged by this series. Welcome back to Session 12. We want to continue this discussion on software as culture or the ways of God being basically the software of culture. I want to recap a little bit and then I want to talk practically about how do God's ways get out through you into culture and into creation. We can picture culture as software that humans co-author, they co-author to operate the hardware or platform of God's universe. The combining of this code and God's hardware create a system that really is our day-to-day reality. This is where it gets practical. This system is the realm of our Metrons. The mission of the original commission is to make sure that the code we use to cultivate our Metron is written in the programming language of heaven. You can only get that through relationship with God. This is why there are no earthly fixes to the problems mankind faces. We can only source this from heaven through relationship with God. To manage your Metron, you have to code in the right language. If you do things God's way in God's universe, you will see blessings in your own life and in the Metron that's entrusted to you. So the art of managing your Metron is to start with the right source code and through your co-authoring, you ensure that the cultural system is operating on earth as things are in heaven. So remember, like the Bible says, Our battle is not against flesh and blood, against um, any human entities. It's against spiritual powers, authorities, rulers, and heavenly places because the real culture war, the real contention, the real battlefield is all spiritual. It's all about who will be worshiped and what imprint will be left, who will get recognized, whose ways will be programmed into God's creation. The enemy wants his day in the sun, but God says, no way. I've delegated, I've commissioned my children to rule their metrons, to rule creation, to guard, protect, watch over, to keep all the snakes out, to keep the enemy out and keep the corrupted code out. So culture was originally the mechanism that God designed through which mankind would order and steward creation. God's original design for mankind was to be image bearers of the heavenly father and to reflect his image or his ways, his culture into all of creation. It's the original function of the system we call culture. It was what God originally intended was that all of creation would be permeated by this radiating presence and awareness of God and that his ways would inform how creation was governed, how it was ruled, how it was cared for. It would, it's beautiful when God's ways rule through ascribing value to God. One would worship him, behold him and become like him. So you would become a little Christ. That's what Christian means is a little Christ or a little, little Christ, Uh, in your Metron, you're a little Christian, you're a little Christ and you rule and reign just the way Jesus does. So world around you will begin to look like the world inside of you. Key principle for understanding how the kingdom operates. You will look like your father. That's God's goal with the whole system of beholding and becoming. This is how it truly becomes on earth as it is in heaven. The more people behold God and become like him, the thicker the atmosphere of heaven becomes on earth. That's a good day to live in. So this source code, this code of heaven, how do we get this and how do we get it into our metrons? How do we get it into creation? How does it actually become practical and active? There's a great scripture that I believe informs this. Isaiah two verse three, and many peoples will come and say, come let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. In the Old Testament and in the original understanding of the word mountain is an authority structure. So picture that as an authority structure. So let us go up to the authority structure of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob that he may teach us concerning his ways, and we may walk in his paths. Here we find simple model of co-laboring and cooperation that shapes the world around us. There's three distinct elements that stand out in this model, in this scripture. Let's look at the first one, go up. It's the vital first step, it's that we approach the Lord. The Bible says, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence in Hebrew 4.16. Through the work of Christ, we can boldly and confidently approach the Lord. Point two, that he may teach us concerning his ways. So how do we learn the culture of heaven? How do we get the ways of God? This next step is where things get really exciting. At the throne or in the presence of God, we're taught by the Lord about his ways. So it's about out of a context of relationship, just like how did Adam and Eve know the ways of God? They were with God in close proximity and daily relationship with him in the garden. The manifold wisdom of God is accessible to us in this context, to us, the redeemed children, children of the King. The learning of his ways is the natural outcome of abiding in God. So when you, whoever you surround yourself with, you'll become like those people. So if you surround yourself with the presence of God, you will start to become in your thinking more and more like God. So point three, that we may walk in his paths. Once we sit at his feet and learn the ways of the Lord, we realize we are to cultivate in our garden. We become like what we behold and we abide in the Lord. We learn his ways, and the world around us looks like the world within us. And our garden or our metron begins to look like heaven, because if heaven is inside you through relationship with God, the presence of God is the very definition of God, of heaven. So whatever heaven may be or is, it is where God is. And that when we're with him, even in this time on earth, we are touching heaven, like Adam and Eve where I wrote in the book about Adam and Eve were holding on to heaven but keeping their feet in the garden. That's the way we live right now. So we go up, we get taught, and we go out and walk in his paths. So we make known his ways on the earth. That is how we transform nations, how we transform metrons, how we're personally transformed. This is where. It gets practical. This is where God comes into, breaks into our reality and makes known his ways on the earth. It's a beautiful system, but it's what the enemy would love to stop. He tries to stop it in us on a personal level, a corporate level, a national level, a global level. He doesn't want any competition to all of his claims. He wants to still claim that his ways are just as valid But God will judge that he threw him out of heaven for that claim and he won't leave that unjudged so i want to conclude with this thought how do i heavenize the culture in my metron in the new testament there is a similar system described in ephesians 3 10. says his intent was that now through the church the manifold wisdom of god should be made known to the rulers and authorities in heavenly realms The dictionary defines manifold simply as many and various. The word also carries the meaning of multicolored or multifaceted. The manifold wisdom of God is the many and various facets of the all knowingness of God. This is what we have access to as the body of Christ. And as the church, we're given access to it. The manifold wisdom of God is made available to you, the church, through the relationship with God you have, and through the understanding you gain from His Word. There is nothing in your Metron that you will not be able to manage if you follow the paths of wisdom toward heavenly solutions. We have to keep this in mind. There are heavenly solutions for everything. Culture is not in charge. You are in charge. Culture is just a byproduct of what is worshiped, a byproduct of what is valued, a byproduct of the system, the code that you are allowing to be introduced into the system. So you as the Metron manager dealing with the cultural mandate, you need to source your code from heaven and get rid of the devil's junk. Don't allow any room for him to operate in your Metron. And that's how you will see success. That's how you will see your Metron managed. That's how you see redemption come to many people in many broken places in creation, many broken lives, uh, wrecked nations we are in the business of restoration and reconciliation and we're co-laboring with our Father to do that. And when you get on board with what He's doing and you care about what He cares about and you get passionate about what He's passionate about, He will take you places and do things through you that you could never imagine. He's just looking like the Bible says that His eyes are roaming to and fro on the earth, looking to strongly support those whose heart is truly all in, that's all His. So I'd exhort you as the Metron Manager to be all his, to be all in, and recognize you have everything at hand that you need to really effectively manage your Metron. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.